Section 7 of Short Stories from Locomotive Engineer's Journal, Volume 52. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Matt Perard. Short Stories from Locomotive Engineer's Journal, Volume 52, by Various. Section 7. A Crop of Potatoes by f a mitchell when the time approached for our going to our modest country home for the summer i had just parted with my fifth servant in as many months i concluded to advertise for another i wrote out a tempting description of the place expatiating on the delicious country air and mentioning that the house stood in a four-acre lot i received just one reply a few days after the issue of the advertisement a girl came to see me who said that she was looking for a situation she was very plainly dressed but there was an air about her that did not accord with her attire she did not seem so interested in the wages i proposed to pay as in the place where she was to spend the summer she asked me if there was room for a kitchen garden adding that she would like to try her hand at raising vegetables when i informed her that she could have all the land she could plant that the soil was excellent and had never grown anything but grass she accepted the position but on condition that she might be permitted to go to the place by the middle of april in order to get her planting done in season it was not my intention to go to the country before the first of may margaret my new maid agreed to fill her position in my household for the few weeks remaining till she was to depart for the country she came one day at noon and cooked the dinner i had told my husband that i had secured a prize and when he saw margaret and ate the dinner she had prepared he admitted that i was right in my assumption but i fear he said that she will be above her work she is evidently not of the servant class i can't exactly make out to what class she belongs but from her personality leaving out the fact that she is a servant i would place her well up in the social scale i don't believe she will be satisfied to remain long with you if she plants a garden she will have to remain with me i replied till she has gathered her crop margaret showed no disposition to be dissatisfied with her work so long as we were in the city nor for that matter ever displayed such dissatisfaction true i treated her with more consideration than i had ever treated a servant before but she did not exact such consideration and was always perfectly respectful to me though she never addressed me as ma'am it was always yes mrs ackerman and no mrs ackerman on the fifteenth of april my maid left me for the country i supposed that she would fear to sleep alone in the house but she said she might have a sister with her some of the time with my permission this i of course granted we missed the delightful meals margaret prepared for us for she was the best cook i ever knew i was glad when the time came to follow her though my husband said that if she were to make a farmer of herself she would deteriorate as a cook when i reached my cottage i found margaret domesticated she was alone her sister having gone away the day before my arrival what was my surprise to see two-thirds of the ground laid out for a garden 
and a few sprouts here and there i asked margaret who had turned over the ground and she said she had hired a farmer in the neighborhood to plough it and a friend of hers had leveled it she had done the rest herself what have you planted margaret i asked i have put a variety in that corner she said pointing for your table the rest has been given up to potatoes potatoes i exclaimed what do you propose to do with so many potatoes sell them you see mrs ackerman that the world's war is reducing the earth's products not only will this tend to raise the price of food but speculators will make this an excuse to hoard their products which will greatly enhance the market value i have put in this crop on speculation i was astonished a servant girl had secured a situation that brought with it a piece of ground and had used it to enter upon a speculation her action was predicated upon sound reasoning and business principles my husband's prediction that i would find her above her business was true in one respect but false in another she knew her place as a servant but was competent to act in a far wider field as the weather warmed the vegetables in margaret's garden came up and since both the soil and the weather were admirably fitted for the growth of potatoes there was every prospect of her securing a fine crop the stocks were not too luxuriant and margaret said she did not fear that the crop would be mostly stock with few potatoes the corner that she had planted for our private use gave us such a variety of vegetable food as one could enjoy and this corner was of especial satisfaction to us because by midsummer margaret's calculations on prices had begun to show themselves correct we could not buy vegetables even from the farmers about us at prices we could afford to pay and as for potatoes when the old year's stock had given out one would have been obliged to go without them had we not bought the few we needed from margaret when the summer was drawing to an end a man drove up in a wagon one morning and asked if margaret sales was in margaret was out in the garden and i sent him there later i saw him digging the potatoes putting them in gunny sacks and loading them onto the wagon i did not notice the man's appearance particularly but he wore a slouch felt hat and a pair of overalls i don't know how many loads of potatoes he took away with him but he was all day at the work that evening i asked margaret how she was coming out on her crop she said that she believed she would do very well since potatoes were increasing in price every day i replied that i was well aware of the fact to my cost she added that she had been solicited by the neighboring farmers to hold her property for a better price but had declined she did not believe in the principle and would risk losing all she had made the price might drop and the potatoes might rot on her hands i told her i thought she was wise we returned to the city on the first of september margaret continued to serve me faithfully till the end of the year when she notified me that she expected to be married in the spring and would leave me whenever i had found another servant to suit me of course this was a great disappointment but i had no blame for margaret i asked her whom she was to marry and she told me her betrothed was the man who had carted away her potatoes adding that he was a practical gardener when she told me this i was sorry that i had not more carefully noticed the man 
i was a trifle disappointed that she was not to marry someone in a higher station for both my husband and i clung to the idea that margaret was fitted to fill almost any grade in social life i asked a number of other questions about her betrothed but she was as reticent about this as she had been about all matters pertaining to herself margaret would not leave me till i had tried several persons to take her place finally i found a woman who was fairly satisfactory and i insisted on parting with margaret for i knew that she wished to spend her time preparing for her wedding i felt that i was losing a companion rather than a servant and she seemed to have formed some attachment for me let me know when the wedding is to come off i said you will certainly receive an invitation was her reply one morning in june it came it was an engraved note stating that mrs elihu sales would be pleased to see me at the wedding of her daughter margaret at the residence of mr william ferguson there was nothing about it that bespoke the servant indeed there was everything indicating that the parties concerned were of the better class on the day of the nuptials i drove up to the house of mr ferguson which i found on a first-class residence street other vehicles were arriving and those alighting were in costumes appropriate to a wedding in high life there were perhaps fifty guests in all at noon the couple took their position before the officiating clergyman and in the groom attired in a prince albert coat and grey trousers i recognized the man who had carted away margaret's potatoes the bride was in travelling costume after the ceremony i passed the bride with the throng of guests and her mother saying that she would like to make me acquainted with her brother mr ferguson took me to him he beckoned me to follow him to another room and then there explained the mystery of margaret and her potato crop if i were a young man seeking a helpmate he said i should consider myself most fortunate if i could secure my niece margaret her father brought her up in comfort but practically he considered the basis of a woman's education cookery and sent his daughter to a cooking school he died a few years ago and she has since up to the time she went to you made her living by some plan connected with cooking she became engaged to the man she has just married a year ago he has been studying agriculture and has just been graduated but had no funds seeing your advertisement it occurred to margaret that by accepting a position with you she might secure the use of ground without cost on which to raise a crop she sold her potatoes for eight hundred dollars which is the capital on which the couple are to commence married life her husband will become scientific superintendent of a gentleman's farm at a good salary i was introduced to a number of margaret's friends and relatives and found them all persons of refinement furthermore they all spoke in the highest terms of her not only praising her for her practical make-up but especially commenting upon the absence in her of that false pride which prevents so many persons from accepting positions which are calculated to exclude them from social prestige she did not hesitate to take a position which though considered servile by the world is perfectly honourable and furnished the key to fortune margaret and her husband made a second step upward occupying a cottage on the farm he managed but it was not long before they had accumulated sufficient capital to buy a tract of land on which they 
planted fruit trees, and eventually made a fortune. There is nothing to be added to my story except that Margaret has become one of my most valued friends. End of Section 7